Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Anywhere Anything and one of the people we've got on today is a very special guest of mine, inspiration to all people and it is my brother Nathan Sears. Nathan I just want to firstly say thank you for taking the time out to come on this podcast, I'm very humbled to have you on the show. How's it going? How's it going over in London with the um, whole situation and what you've been doing? Well thank you for having me first and foremost George, it's always a pleasure to speak with you and see how you're doing. Um, London's good at the moment. We're uh, things are open back up. Like we can do PTs, we can do exercise classes. So that's the main part. Clubs are still closed, but I'm fine with that. Um, the numbers are increasing slightly, but hopefully the vaccination rolls are rolling out will be successful and we can return to normality soon. That's very good to hear. That's good because obviously everyone's safety is very important. Um, I just want to um, get your message out there because. Your message to what um, you've done and things you've accomplished is um, really good from what I know about you, obviously, because you're my brother. So the first thing I wanted to ask you is um, what made you want to start doing the combat sports in the first place? Hmm. So I guess background-wise, you and I both started martial arts around the same time. So I guess as a, as a summary, we did martial arts. We did Tang City was a martial art we did for... How long did you do it for, actually? How long did you do Tang City for? Um seven years something like that so i probably about similar maybe seven seven to no i think i did like two more years than you so i did like nine years of that then i went into uh, boxing after that so i was 21 when i started boxing and i'm still doing that now i guess um mm. mainly coaching but we got into it i guess just our parents mum and dad kind of made not made us asked us to do it and it turned out to be quite useful obviously where we grew up we were the only mixed race kids so it was yeah. very helpful so, <laughs> martial arts as a background a hundred percent a hundred percent agree with you got understand well i don't know about you but i had some situations back home but we don't need to go into that but what i was going to say is i remember when you were younger i remember you told me you went to a i think it's before mom let us do boxing she um was it no you didn't tell her you went to a boxing class you just went to one from what i remember when you were a kid maybe i'm not sure uh I started in university and I think I might have come with you a couple of times because you were you started boxing before me. Yeah. So yeah. So obviously, yeah, I think you did it. I was like, well, I want to get good at it as well. And <laughs> I started boxing after you had done it, after you beat me up. After I beat you up, yeah, but the tables are turned now because you got older. Yeah, and you <laughs> and you carried on. But I when I made the post about I was doing a story with you, quite a few people asked me to ask this question and I'll answer after you. They asked me who would win in a <laughs> you know what I'm going to say who would win in, in a fight. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well is a I'm not going to answer the question because you're my brother. Um but we've had that situation <laughs> times and inspired. And inspiring there's only one clear winner. So oh, well yeah. that's that's what you say. If it's stand, but... stand up, then I'm gonna win every single time. But if it's wrestling, then you'll probably win. No, I d I don't know, because I feel like <laughs> when we was um when we was <laughs> I'm just saying, uh with, with the boxing, yes, I think you would, but I think when it involves um tie box where it's more more clinching and, and uh grappling, I think that's why I pull the advantage. Maybe me personally. Well hopefully that's we'll never I find think. out. Yeah, that's what I hope so. And um Guys, so that is the best answer you're going to get from um, both of us on that. We can't go into that too much or it's going to end up getting um, 
you know, we will next see each other. We're going to, to, <laughs> we're going to end up trying to kill each other. All right, guys. So that's sure. that's the only answer you're going to get. Um, I just wanted. <laughs> so that's all, all we can say. So I just wanted to um, touch base on. Well, if you didn't ha- start doing martial arts, what else do you think you'd be doing? I don't know because martial arts has been like I kind of know but don't know. Martial arts has been like the most important part of my identity. So like, obviously, mm. I got I would say I got really good at martial arts when I was sixteen and I won a few national titles, and then I competed for England. Then I went to the World Games. So by the time I was eighteen years old, I was a Team GB athlete. So it's impacted my whole. Yeah life moving forward has impacted everything then the boxing obviously i did that to a high standard as well um so it's quite tough because everything i've done has been off the back of me doing martial arts and really liking it enjoying it it's the first thing that i've really done and like wanted to get good at and like not just wanted to get good but committed everything to being good at it and it worked it paid off um, if I didn't do that, I'd probably be a band geek, man, because then I used to play trumpet. So I got, yeah, got yeah. to the point there. And I think, <laughs> yeah, I remember, I got, yeah. Yeah. I got to the point where it was like, I either do martial arts or I do trumpet. And so obviously, martial arts can get way more girls than playing trumpet. So <laughs> simple yeah, as that. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember that. I do remember. So the conversation we'll be having now will be very different. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like talking about the best trumpet you've gotten stuff like that but hey i mean if people like to play music you know then that that's all good um and another thing i want to talk about as well is um your um how much you've accomplished as well because like when you were boxing i think you were trained under someone who fought joe kazagi in leeds when you're university what's his name nick manners really really good boxing coach it's sensational um yeah so so achievements, so I mentioned my martial arts one, did martial arts to do, we both got our second down black belts. Uh, I stopped that at 19 years old after I got came third in the world championships and did Team GB. So I then got scholarship at university, sports scholarship, which basically gave me a load of money to do loads of stuff for sport, plenty of sport related stuff and physiotherapists and strength coach coaches and that kind of stuff. So I got really good at martial arts and boxing. And I started boxing when I was 20 years old. I became the captain next year, the year after that. And then I also won the national championships, the student mm. national championships the year after that. And then when I finished that, I was like, all right, what do I do next? What should I do next? So I started working full time in recruitment of all things and leads. And then I started training with Nick Manners. He just got me like next level good. Like yeah, the I remember. Team that we had, yeah, I got yeah. really good. Like the team that we had were like really good guys, all focused, like all in leads, all focused on doing our thing to a high level. and. Um, yeah, I competed in the actual national championships and got injured, not fighting, just training um, in the national championships. I had to pull out at the semifinals. Um, and then I haven't really boxed since. I've just been kind of like uh, training and coaching. My now profession is a PT. So I left sales when I was maybe 29, maybe. And I'm 32 now and went full-time PT for like four or five years. I'm 32, so I did some part-time PT whilst I was working in sales, then transitioned over. So I don't know if that's clear or not, but yeah, that, that makes that makes sense. What was your injury? What what was your injury? So my my knee, I had a bad knee, but it was I thought so. A lot of people don't. So now I'm a PT. I know how it will work, I know more about how it works. But I was like, ah, oh, my knee's the problem. That's it. So I rest it. But actually, it was my glutes. My glutes were really weak. I didn't do any glute work. So my yeah. knees were injured because my glutes weren't doing the work. So the knees took over responsibility for what the glutes should have been doing. 
Right. Okay. That's very in 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 depth. It's a good thing that you know that now. But um, yeah, yeah. But you got injured, and I got injured too because I busted my shoulder from doing flips on the beach in Barbados. Remember? I remember that. Yeah, I was flipping, <laughs> screaming I like a baby. I remember. Um, just a touch base in Barbados because people ask me about that as well. Um, when my brother came over to Barbados, he went to a boxing club, and um, he went to a gym. Uh, I can't remember the guy's the guy's name, but remember when you broke your nose? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I didn't think you were going to say that. I thought you were going to talk about the mixed martial art place. Yeah, no, um, I can cut that out though. No, it's all right. I can cut that out. No, no, it's fine. It's <laughs> say if you want. Yeah, it was, the boxing gym was was bad, man. Uh, I was meant to be competing in in the Harry Harringay Cup in London. So, oh wow. Yeah, so it was a big competition. So I was getting ready for that. I was literally one week away from it. I was like, before I go to Barbados because I hadn't seen you guys for ages. Yeah, and I should have rested. But again, now in PT, I know what happened. I, I, I had overtrained. So I, remember, I was yeah. like really tired and I just didn't feel strong. So I was like, well, I'm not strong enough to compete for next week. So I need to train harder, train harder. But what I needed to do was take three or four days off and just rest. And then mm. my body would recover. Um, good thing I didn't compete. I probably got banged up. But uh, yeah, so I went to the boxing club. And instead of getting banged up in the actual tournament, I got my nose broken in Barbados. So yeah. That kind of killed the holiday a little bit, didn't it? Yeah, that sucks. I remember that. But it mm-hmm. is what it is. Um, and right. what do you think of the mixed martial arts place? That was the first time you done, um, like MMA, wasn't it? What do you think of that? Yeah, it was the first time. Yeah, um, it was good fun. Like I don't know how to wrestle. I know that much, but like if it's standing up, I'm pretty comfortable. Like punching and kicking. I don't think many people can. Uh, like unless they're professionals, I, I can definitely hold my own against like a lot of good people. Is what I'm saying, okay? yeah, but yeah, yeah. when it comes to takedowns, I don't know anything. So mm-hmm. yeah, everyone beat me up as things went down to the ground. Yeah, I I remember. I'll, I'll tell you guys a little story. When we were sparring at the MMA place, my brother was punching the shit out of me. But then I was just like, all right, fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this guy down. And as soon as I took him down, it was game over. And we were supposed oh. to. Be- yeah, we were supposed to be going out that same night. I threw a couple of punches and he got a scratch across his eye. That's it. Probably one of the only times I've been able to like beat him up, I think. I think that was yeah. the only time. But that's a little story for everyone if there, because some people ask me. <laughs> you know, so I just thought I'd throw that in there. It's the only time I'm going to be able to. And then, yeah, just, just for the banter, isn't it? Mm. And um, I wanted to ask as well, because um, obviously you've done a lot of travelling. You went to like, all over the world like you went to a lot of places like in the space of mm. a year yeah, yeah we went to 17 that. countries so my wife and i we saved for a while we basically we got our careers and our life in the point where we could take a break so to speak and i i don't think you have to do that i think you can just go at any point in time really because life mm. a lot of people think oh i have this to do i have that to do like yeah you know, you get your priorities in order to do what you have to do but don't mess around just get it done so we spent maybe about oh, yeah. two years in preparation two years to like rent out our flat like because we, we owned a property in london so we rented that out um we got our careers in order so we could leave and come back to a good position we had enough mm. money saved and then we went to 17 countries so we did um i think it was 10 countries in africa and then we did seven countries in asia and it was phenomenal i want to go again but we'll see mm. what happens yeah and that was in asia that was when we uh trained i think that was one of the after however long we met and trained in thailand which was really cool yeah yeah that was good 
Yeah, that was nuts. That was you insane. barely trained. <laughs> I, no, you were too busy out and about. No, I did train, but I just chose when I trained. There's a difference. I did train, you know. Yeah, you weren't there when I was training. That's what I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, right, fair enough. And I was oh. there every day, twice a week. Yeah, but I did but train, like, all right, rub it in. But before that, I was in Santai Muay Thai, and I did train hard at that place, you know. So let's yeah. just, uh, yeah, you know, just had to throw that one in there. I want to edit that one out. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'll leave it in there just for you. Um, another thing I wanted to ask as well is like you got to a really high level in um, a very well-known popular gym where celebrities and rich people go called, um, uh, I can't remember the name, what's it called? It's all right. But, but yeah, I work, so one of the gyms that I work at is a exclusive gym. So I work with a lot of celebrities there. I can't say any names, but I work with a lot of them there and also a lot of rich people as well. So I was very, very lucky in my PT route. So my route into pure personal trading was quite a strange one because I was in sales for like seven or eight years. And then I uh, went straight into this high-end PT place, mainly because of the back, my background, obviously my sport background, the fact that I've got my first degrees in sports science, like I just went straight into this place. And that's kind of like helped my trajectory quite a lot so i'm working with like again like you know celebrities and stuff so it does really help my name in the right crowd where i can just nice. stay at the high level so it's been very fortunate that's 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 so good i feel what i feel like in that sort of aspect we're chalking cheese like you walk you're like working in these um well-known places and i'm working with like fighters and people who want to box and stuff like that yeah it's, yeah it's, yeah, isn't it? it's, yeah it's very different but it's a, it's very um it's good to know that you've got to that level you know and then especially from um what is it like a young age you were like the the clever one you know and i was like a rebel i was just like just doing my own thing and whatnot well i don't know if it was that like maybe maybe not like i the the difference between you and i you're like yeah maybe i'm sometimes more academic than you are but you're significantly <laughs> talented physically than I am but the reason why I don't think that you competed to the, like the level that I may have done in different things is because of your belief in yourself I think I at the time and my thing now still is that I have undoubting belief in myself so like yeah. whenever I came to competition and I'd obviously back it up with my training like I'd train really hard but whenever it came to competition in my head there's no way I could lose it's impossible for me to lose and yeah. I'll take it to the point where I think I'm even if someone was better than me, I could acknowledge they're better than me at that point in time, but I knew I could be better than them. That makes sense. So yeah, my, yeah, my training, yeah. my motivation was always there. Whereas you, I think you doubted yourself a little bit more than I did. I had never doubted myself. Yeah. Like I'll get worried or get concerned. Like if I was, let's say I was going to box you in a competition, like say it wasn't you, but like just an example. Yeah, yeah. Someone like, like, oh God, this person's really good, but I'm better. So whatever happens, I'm going to train my ass off because there's two things I'm doing. I'm trying to build my ego and protect my and protect my ego. So the way that I did it in my head was like, well, this person is really good. I'm better. Prove it. Work as hard as you can without without fault. Make all the preparations that you need to make. And then when you beat that person, you know that you're now this good. You need to find the better person, the better person. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah my mind game was probably stronger than yours in terms of that i'll say that's the only difference between me and you because you could do everything i could do better but you didn't back yourself um, yeah no i i actually agree because i think at that point in time as well i think i was having um uh during that time when i was boxing because my shoulder kept popping out 
I kept on getting injured because I had to have operation. But I think also yeah. because um, work, the hours I was working to cover as well. And yes, um, my mind game back then wasn't as strong as what it was now. But I think, I feel like if I would have had that belief, I probably would have, would have gone a lot further. But Definitely. Yeah, yeah. But everything happens for a reason as well. Because I feel like I've managed to build myself a good reputation for coaching, you know, not yeah. just in, not just in England, but also in like Australia as well, you know. Definitely, yeah. You're a very good coach, definitely. Like, mm. yeah, yeah. Just just the difference from our sporting perspectives is for yeah. sport. i in my mind, even people that even though people are better than me, I could still be better. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So there was that competition, and I think you gave me a lot of that inspiration because when you started boxing, for example, I was like, oh, he's really good. I could probably do better. <laughs> simple as that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is that is a very good mindset. But that's the mindset what I want to get and the message I want to get across to people is that, like, it's never too late to try, you know? Even if you don't get to the level you want, at least you've given it a go, you know? I think the majority of people can do so much more than they think mm. they can. And they always set too lofty expectations. Yeah. So, for example, right now, like I'm not in good shape because of COVID and I can't bother to work out online. But since the gyms have opened back up again, I was like, all right, cool, let's build up, let's build up, let's build up. In fact, when I went, came to meet you um, from Africa, I didn't really work out because I was traveling. But I knew I had three months to get to this Muay Thai camp. So I was like, all right, cool, let's make a plan. At the time, I wasn't very fit because I've been traveling and doing whatever. So I was like, all right, every single day I'm going to do X amount of press-ups, X amount of squats, X amount of setups, and then just build and build and build. And by the time of, by the time I got into Thailand, I was in ridiculous shape because I did it mm. most days. Mm. So I think you have to like realize where you are, yeah. be honest with mm. where you are, start slow, build up, and reassess your goals consistently. Because if you don't do that, you're going to get disappointed really quickly. Yeah, I can I completely agree because when I but my trip to Asia to go to Thailand to train. When I was going to Santai Muay Thai, I searched them up on YouTube and some of the fighters they had were absolutely, like, insane. So I, same as you, I prepared myself, but I started going to more um, Thai boxing classes instead of boxing. And then when I got there, I actually managed to... I wouldn't say I'd done amazing against them because these Thai fighters have been doing it since they were, they were born, but I managed to do better than I thought I would and mm. it was the experience was insane because I feel like after training in that first place for 10 days I learned more than there than what I did and then when I came over to the other one the one where I trained but didn't train I felt like the tra- <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean I felt like the, the uh, training was a uh, it was less intense so I felt like it was a lot easier mm. like, yeah that's, yeah that's no. yeah yeah, that, yeah, that's what I think. Oh, and guys, by the way, the, um, if you followed my uh, social media where I'm doing all that fancy pad, that fancy pad work, it's actually my brother that showed me how to do that. But how did you even learn to do like the Floyd Mayweather type of pad work stuff yourself? So a guy called George Vaness in London was, uh, I guess, like my boxing PT, if that makes sense. So like, mm-hmm. whilst I was working at Bodhism, which is a club that you mentioned, the exclusive one he brought me on and he was like cool i'm gonna teach this kind of pad work stuff so he taught me that so yeah shout out to george vaness yeah okay guys so if you're ever in london and you want to get some of that fancy power work go see the man george finesse as the guy awesome um 
next question I have for you to be the last one. If you had, if you could have a positive message for people on how to either in fitness or boxing or anything they want to try, what would you say? What would the um, advice you would give them to get them started in the right direction? Hmm. So I guess for I'll, I'll do a sport then. I'll, I'll narrow it down to like sports. So if you want to try something, you the best thing to do is find local clubs in your area. So let's say boxing. You find local boxing clubs and you find, try and look at several, like several different places. You want to go somewhere where you feel safe because boxing is a tough sport. You don't need a team of dickheads around you. Um, and like yeah. there's a lot of different boxing clubs. You've got clubs which are kind of like, very supportive and like the whole atmosphere will work together and you've got those other ones where they come in and everyone acts hard everyone acts like a dickhead and mm. then they go really hard inspiring all the time and then it's a fight all the time avoid those ones because you you will not enjoy yourself and you'll probably get hurt but try and find a club where they will support you and everyone helps each other and then if it is like you do have boxing goals just be very humble, be very slow, be very diligent and just learn the basics. Basics for everything in sport. Whatever sport you do, whatever exercise you do, learn the basics back to front. That's what my advice would be. Um, and set goals, set realistic goals. So if it's your first time into a boxing gym, be like, All right, cool, I want to go 10 times. That's it. After those 10 times, you could probably set a nice goal of like, I want to learn how to throw all the basic punches um, fluidly. That is it. And then from there, when you get better and better and better, you will just develop your goals. It might be, I want to spar four rounds in a row. I want to spar five rounds in a row. I want to be able to like, I don't know, whatever your goal is, but you need to start really slow. Have several goals and always reassess your goals as well. Because if you set one goal and it doesn't work out for you for whatever reason, don't go, don't just abandon the whole thing. Just reassess, like stop, reassess and have a look, go from there. You need to be quite controlled and uh, disciplined, which is what I think life is all about. Awesome. That is some very good advice. On that note, because I know you're a busy man, you've got, you've got people to coach, people to train, more importantly, to inspire. Uh, I want to say thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to jump on the podcast. Um, and guys, if you're listening to this podcast, guys and girls, I should say, sorry, um, follow my brother on his social, which is uh, Nathan Sears Coaching. Thank you for listening, guys. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Take care and enjoy the rest of your day.